Coming in hot, 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 Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Welcome to Money Talks with Lisa Drennan. This is our very first episode, and I'm so glad you are here. We have the very special guest, Sam Strangis, and she is a nutrition coach. Not to be confused with a nutritionist, okay? People, you need to get this thing right. So what we're going to be doing is just, she's going to be sharing her money story. And at the same time, um, towards the end of the show, she is going to be cooking something fabulous for us. And we're going to be talking about money and, and, and eating and all that great stuff. So listen, when you think about the next 30 minutes you might want to grab some pen and paper because I know you're going to want to write down this recipe. And I know you're going to hear some things from Sam about her money story, about you know maybe how we can save money while we're grocery shopping or what we can do in the kitchen to help us focus on the things that are healthy for us from the inside out that ultimately affect our finances. So welcome, Sam. Thank you so much for being here. I'm very excited to see. I love your shirt. Caffeine helps. <laughs> Thank you so much. It is definitely one of my favorite shirts and it really does help. <laughs> yeah, Thank you I, so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm excited to, to hear your story and I just love what you do. And, you know, so many people think about nutrition as this bad word. It's like the word budget for me and my niche. No, I don't want to eat nutritiously. That's 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 gross. <laughs> right. <laughs> I definitely feel the same way about that with that word being bad in our relationship with food. It's just ugh, I hate it. It's the worst. It is. Yeah, absolutely. So so tell our audience when you think about you know, when I think about, I just did a, a, a podcast episode on I date money about we eat or eating our money, you know, help I'm eating my money. And I think about all the ways that we, you know, consume food and, and it, how it affects our money relationship. So just to back up a little bit, what's your relationship with money? Like, uh, I'll be honest with you. Like money for me has always been super tough and just a different kind of mindset for me. Um, learning from the best over here and, you know, trying to get into a better mindset with money is really my goal right now. And just, you know, changing that, that way of that money is something that I'm chasing and that money is always the problem and really just being super stressful over it and making it just an energy. Um, it's really important that for my stress level and my anxiety that that happens. Um, and just being able to be reciprocal with it, you know, and I feel like with the, the group that I have and the people that I'm around, like it's, it's possible. And, you know, it's not always been the best relationship, but just like how we eat our food, 
I know that there's a way that is, you know, going to help with my health, just like it is with my money. So yeah, um, yeah, really just, just working on it every day. That's really what I'm doing as my mindset with money and making it more about like, just I give and it gives back to me. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. The reciprocal energy of giving and receiving. When you have that relationship with money, it's like you know more money is coming and money loves to be crushed on. You know, and and so many people who think about eating healthy, you know, they're like, what can I do to eat better? You know, and you've heard of the small plate theory, right? Like eat it, you know, just use a smaller plate and then you'll eat less calories and then ultimately you'll make your goal. And when we think about money, so many people want to just take all the money and pour it back into their business or use it for this one thing. They always are constantly reinvesting their money and everything, but what they really want, like what's their big goal and then reverse engineering it. So when you think about that, you know, comparing that, like, you know, if we overeat, it's going to affect our health. It's going to give us heart conditions, diabetes that ran rampant in my family. If we overspend, it's going to affect our everything, right? Our expenses. We're not going to have enough money to cover what the necessities are. So in your, in your own personal experience, can you share like what your biggest challenge has been with keeping that balance between like, you know, not overspending, not overeating, not, I don't like that word, not right. Kind of yeah, right. <laughs> that, that restriction, like, oh, don't do that. But I want right. to do, that. and then you do it because you, you know that you shouldn't do it. Right. Yeah. 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 So I kind of like, guess I think of it just as that, you know, we're, we're here working out every day for, you know, our health and we're trying to see a goal for, for us and our family, like me and my husband, we don't have any kids, but we do have a dog, you know, we, we take care of ourselves as much as possible every day. Right. And, um, into consideration, like what it is that it's going to affect later. And I've come into some hard times, you know, like currently I'm not even going to lie. I'll be very honest, you know, like I knew in my business, we, I only work so much on my, my job. My husband works from home, which is, you know, he's doing his dream and I'm like so proud of him and everything. And, you know, we make ends meet and we pay, we do paycheck to paycheck. And like, that's the goal for us is to be outside of that. And, you know, both of us to be doing, uh, working our dream and everything like that. And, um, you know, just learning that taking it every day and working out with it every day. So it's like a great plan and it's super nice because like we're together on it, you know? So like that struggle really isn't a struggle anymore. Like having your partner be there with you and, you know, you guys are working together and be like, we got this, like there's nothing that we can't do, you know? So, you know, just real, that's, that's that what you're saying. Like spending too much is like, eating way too many calories. And that's the real reason why people gain weight. And that's the real reason why you don't see that kind of, you know, balanced relationship with your money. And that's what we're seeing and doing what we can, you know? So like, it's super, like, it's all, it's kind of like a weight lifted off of us. We're really, you know, working together every day. And it's just been not as scary. I feel like right there is growth for us as not just my, like myself, but as a family that we're working towards better relationship with our money. So. Oh, I love that. And it's so important to be on the same page because a lot of times, a lot of my clients will come to me and they're like, well, my husband won't do this. Okay. Well do it 
do it anyways. And he'll follow suit because he's going to see the money multiply. He's going to see the abundance that's coming in. And he's going to be like, Hey, I want to do what she's doing. What did, what does she got over there? <laughs> right. I hear that a lot with couples and a lot of couples will keep their money separate. And I also found out that a lot of couples don't eat dinner together. And that kind of shocked me because I was like, well, what do you mean you don't have dinner together? And, you know, (laughs) so much on the run and, you know, we're constantly, we want that instant gratification, you know, so we're constantly just grabbing something quick to eat, you know, not really eating a a well-balanced meal. And then we're doing the same thing with our money. Like, you know, we're taking money and we'll go to the grocery store and we'll buy all this food. And then we'll go stop at the fast food restaurant or, you know, go grab a bite to eat, or we'll have lunch with, you know, three or four times a week, we'll stop at the Starbucks, whatever. Right. And then we're like, where's all the money? <laughs> Where do you go? You know, and then you get home to the refrigerator, you bought all these groceries and everything's rotten because you didn't cook it because right. you were on the go. You had so much going on money when we're managing our money everything in moderation. And I, I don't like those words. I don't like moderation or restrictions or budgets or whatever, because if you, as soon as you tell yourself, you can't do something, you're going to want to do it. It's like being underage and wanting to go drink. You get that fake ID or you sneak it. And then once you become of age, you're like, eh, it's no big deal. Who cares? Yeah. It's the same thing with our money and with our food. And, you know, if you think about it, you put that restriction on it and it's almost like you got that little voice inside of your head saying, oh, who cares? Just go do it, go do it. And then before you know, you've fallen into temptation. You know, and if you have a system in place, if you have a plan in place with your money, with your food, that's when it that's when you see the results that you want, you know, and knowing what you want. So like a lot of times clients will come to me and they'll be like, I can't save. So I have a money multiplier system that says save 10%. Pay yourself first invest that money, save up to seven months of emergency money for expenses. So if you can't work, something happens, you don't have to worry about how you're going to be paying your monthly expenses. And they look at me and they're like, okay, I can do that. That's what people would say about money. Like, well, I'm going to save this money, but then I'm going to spend it because I had an emergency. And every single time I try to save money, I just have to use it for something. An emergency happens. Where it's telling me, you know what? You'll make more money later. Just go ahead and do the thing anyways, you know? And savings is definitely not a thing I've very struggle with. Like, I hate to use that word struggle a lot, but I mean, it's the best word I got for you. But, you know, sometimes instead of doing that and saying, hey, like listening to that voice, just be like, listen, you get to do the thing. Like, I kind of back in, I think of like grocery shopping and spending money as like the thing that I get to spend money. I'm still shopping. So like, to me, that's my shopping. I enjoy it. Um, So that's kind of what I've done with doing, like enjoying that part of it, but also like being aware of what I'm spending and not being so restricted, but knowing that this is literally what it's going to, this, this is going to feed me. So I kind of like, just think of it like that being excited to go shopping. And instead of like, just pushing all of the broccoli away, just accept that this is what I get to do is like, not as punishment. I'm making things work for us and our money and really just 
balancing out, you know, without having that, that, that voice in my head saying, yeah, just spend it all on the like really expensive protein shake or like the really expensive fruit, you know, like the persimmons or whatever. Cause we all know the grocery stores are a little crazy right now with the prices, but there's also ways to save. So, you know, really just like you said, kind of just balancing it out and just maybe changing the mindset around it and thinking that like, Hey, like this is still part of the fun too. Like shopping is shopping. So exactly. Yeah. And like some people enjoy, I mean, my, one of my first jobs when I was a kid was uh, a cashier at the local grocery store and, you know, people would come in and, you know, they would just spend their money on food, good food. Right. You know, like, and if they got their, I remember around income tax time when the you know the checks came out, people would be buying lobsters and filet, <laughs> right. and shrimp, and just going way out, um, you know, celebrating like whatever it was they were celebrating, and it was fun and, it, and it's a great experience, um, you know. But a lot of times people will I've used the money envelope system forever. <laughs> it's something my grandmother taught me and. I remember having, you know, my money in the envelope for groceries and I, one of the, our birthdays was coming up in my, the, per, the, the, the kid who wanted to celebrate the birthday wanted something and it was outrageously overpriced. And I said, there's no way that we can be able to do this for our, like we had a family of five and I just felt heartbroken because it was his birthday and we wanted to celebrate and you know, I thought, well, how, how can I like get this for less expensive and how can we have the same experience, um, you know, and being so tempted to borrow from another envelope, you know, like, so I had my little envelopes, one for my groceries, the gas and electric bill and all that. Well, I could just borrow from it and then I could replace it. And that mindset doesn't work over well either. You know, I remember getting to the point where like I'd get to the grocery store and I would not pay, I would not pay attention. This is what happens when you have kids and you go grocery shopping. All these things end up in your cart. And then you get to the cashier and they tell you the price. And, you know, you back then we clipped coupons and it wasn't low enough. I, there wasn't enough money in the envelope. I'd be like, um, uh, well, I, I don't have any money with me. Purposely go to the grocery store with no cards, no credit cards or debit cards. So I wouldn't overspend, had to really discipline myself. Yeah. But I remember asking the cashier, I'm, I have to take stuff off. I'm sorry. I don't have enough money to pay for this. And I would be so embarrassed. And you'd be like, why didn't I just bring a calculator? Like, why didn't I just plan out my meals? So I wouldn't have been in this situation. I mean, you know, all year long when the birthdays are coming, when the, when the hall, you, we all know this, <laughs> right? <laughs> <Don't change. laughs> Why aren't we preparing for it? Right. And, and having that money available, like, you know, you're going to want to have this experience. So what's your personal experience with that? Um, so honestly, I have, I, <laughs> I'm very, very, um, structured when it comes to, really planning meals, um, really making sure that the things that I don't, I don't do any, um, what's the word I'm trying to think, any spontaneous purchasing. Uh, it's something that it's not for me, uh, when it comes to the grocery stores anymore, we really make sure that we are planning, planning ahead. Like you said, it's really not that hard for me to spend one afternoon, um, less than an afternoon, honestly, if I'm 
if I take a nap or something or like something happens, uh, it takes me at least maybe 10 minutes to really plan things and make it structured and make it, you know, some like what I need on my list is what I need on my list. That's it. That's all, you know, some weeks I make room for the fun things that we like to have, you know, like snacks, um, anything like in the fridge, like desserts or anything like that. And lately I've actually been very about making my own desserts where I'm just like, okay, well, I just really want some cookies or something like that or brownies, just bake them up like super easy. I have all those ingredients at home, like very structured when it comes to that. And for me, it seems really easy, but I guess it's something that not a lot of people really do. Um, Some people really find it very, you know, they don't have time to make the plan. They don't have time to really like whatever they just go to the grocery stores without the list or they have the list and they kind of like pick up where they can. And you know, that's how it is for me. Um, we do set like ourselves a budget as much as possible, but again, in the world that we're living in, it's really difficult when it comes to, you know, the prices, but you know, now that we've kind of like, I told you previously about like really taking our money seriously and how we're spending it and, um, you know, taking a calculator, is probably going to be a thing that we do on our next grocery trip. Um, mm-hmm. So then that way we can, you know, see what's going on and like, make sure that, like you said, sometimes you get to the front there and you're like, I don't really have all this money for this. And I don't think I want this. Uh, you can just keep this, you yeah. know, but honestly, that's really, I. it's just something that I love to do in my head is structure out like meal plans for myself. And when I come, sometimes people hear a meal plan and they kind of like, Oh, I don't like that. That sounds really complicated, Sam. What, what does that entail or anything like that? You know, and it's nothing like crazy where we're like sitting here breaking down, you know, what it is your body needs to eat because we're all different. We all need different things in our bodies, but it's really just making sure that you know what you're having for your dinner. Or like if you go out to, you know, you work a lot, having lunches prepared for yourself as much as you know, you're comfortable with, but just having that plan in place is really, really important. If it's not there, the whole thing just falls down in my life. (laughs) And absolutely. And like, you know, I remember when I had my nine to five, I would make my lunch. I would take leftovers. You know, we had a microwave, we had a full kitchen and I'd be like, you know, and if not, I'd bring a sandwich or something. And, you know, it's a great way to save money because now you're like, you usually cook a lot of food, you have leftovers, you can eat it the next day. And it's enjoyable, it's healthy, and you save time, money, and gas because you're not, you know, running around on your lunch hour, you're waiting in line, trying to get something to eat, and then you got to rush the food. And, you know, then you get that crash after lunchtime where you like have no energy because you just powerhoused an hour of your time to go eat. When all you had to do was like open up the refrigerator, grab your lunch, and, you know, warm it up and, you relax, sit down, go for a walk, have, you know, it's just a different mentality and it helps rejuvenate you and, you know, get you that momentum going. And I did a challenge once with my um, clients where I said, just for seven days, just pack a lunch, don't go out to eat, you know, and they're like, Oh, I got to get out of the office. I got to walk around. Well, instead of hopping in your car, go for a walk, you know, and think about that, like, cause just, just take that time. Cause so many working, especially working moms, they don't take the time to 
relax. They don't take the time for me time. And I say everyone's if you have a if you're caring for a pet at home, you're caring for anyone else, you're a you're a working mom. Because <laughs> there's a lot of responsibility. Like, you know, you've trained a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, her babies count. Right. And um, you know, I think about that just is just having that stress and that stress creates the thing of like, oh, let me go spend more money because you want to fill that void. You know, and that's one of the ways I got addicted to 0% credit cards was because I wanted to fill this void, had nothing to do with being irresponsible. It was just like, I'll just put on a credit card. We'll just fill that void. And it gave that sense of like instant gratification. So thank you so much. I want to know if you'll share this with the audience or not. When you think about your biggest money struggle, the biggest challenge that you've had, you said you didn't like the word struggle. So we'll we'll change the word struggle for challenge because uh, words do matter. And when we think about it, if you think about a challenge, it transforms you and it helps you grow. If you think about a struggle, a struggle is kind of like, it reminds me of tug of war, like where you're going back and forth and you just need that extra umph, right? But then if you treat a tug of war like a challenge, you're like, oh, I'm so going to pull this team over, right? And then all of a sudden you get this uh, this boost of adrenaline that just helps you. So right. thinking about your greatest money challenge, would you would you be willing to share that with us? Honestly, like I had mentioned before, I'm a pretty honest open book kind of girl um, because I feel like it's more of a, it's going to connect with somebody else, you know, and I think that's really the importance of it. And, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like I unfortunately had lost my job uh, just out of the blue because, you know, it was corporate America and they didn't see enough out of whatever production they were requiring. And so that really sucked. And yeah, it was scary, but all you can do is just smile and enjoy life and keep going, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I you know you're going to showcase your talent, so we're excited to see what you have cooking for us. This recipe is something that I honestly do quite frequently. Uh, it's my my husband's favorite thing that we do. Um, it is a turkey meatball, which it's not just for like pasta and meatballs. You can literally do whatever the heck you want. It's a versatile like kind of meal, and it makes a lot. So you could get like depending on how many people you're doing it for. You know, you can get. If for us too, it's at least, I don't know, four meals because I make them like a medium-sized meatball. So we usually do like pot meatball and spaghetti. We do like Swedish meatballs, um, do like an Asian sauce and, you know, rice kind of meal. I've already started my oven. It's at uh, 365. And like I said, I do turkey. The recipe I actually found, it was really for um, chicken, but uh, I don't really like that. So I changed it. Yeah. And I made sure it was something that we like. And honestly, I don't eat turkey ground turkey too often. Um, unless it is something like this where it has like, I don't know, turkey can be very weird to me. I feel like it has that kind of like gamey taste, sort of. So I'm really specific about what kind of um fat ratio I get. So I usually just get the 93%, whatever. That's that's me. That's your if you want to do the chicken, you can do chicken too. But for me, I just the ground turkey so i just use like a pound right here of the ground turkey doesn't matter like you know people are always about ingredients too which i just think are you know i've been there i've been like okay we have to use like brand parmesan cheese like this is all the brand 
Freaking Aldi is the best. If you don't have an Aldi, I'm really sorry for you. Like that sucks. <laughs> I love Aldi. Yes, it's the best. That's where I got the ground turkey too. Like it's what's up. So, <laughs> but um, I do a cup of the uh, Parmesan cheese. Like I said, you don't have to be fancy, fancy. I've never used anything outside of that kind of Parmesan cheese. So don't really think it's necessary to go like shredding your own Parmesan cheese. Um, and then again, just some panko here. Um, brand. And I don't really use any, I just use plain, super nothing. Cause we're going to add some seasonings to it as well. And especially if you're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, let it be in sauce too. It kind of soaks up that as well. And then we're going to do one egg. And then the rest of this stuff, all the seasonings, which I have, I, so I've worked in restaurants quite like pretty much like 10 years. We'll round, we'll round it up to like 10 years. Okay. Uh, I like really coarse pepper. So that's my jam. Um, that's going to be a teaspoon of that. This one's the most, I don't know why, like it's super weird. Like tea, teaspoon of the back pepper, half a teaspoon of oregano leaves, um make sure it's oregano leaves and not ground oregano because apparently that's a thing i didn't know our work got ground oregano but i've never seen that in the source so <laughs> oh interesting <laughs> yeah i didn't, I didn't I, know that yeah did not know. Didn't. um and then half a teaspoon of granulated garlic and half a teaspoon of onion powder only a half a teaspoon and I specifically use Himalayan salt if you use regular iodized salt that's as just as good as well it's no big deal if that's the salt that you have on hand and it's not going to harm or make your recipe any any different it's going to be the same I probably should have gotten a bigger boat but that's okay we're using this (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, so this is definitely just our dinner tonight, and we're do we are definitely doing pasta and uh, meatballs. So <laughs> sometimes we make our own sauce. Not all the time. I'm not gonna lie. We really like quick and easy. Especially today, I did work my nine to five job, so doing this is gonna be easy peasy. Throw in a can like a jar of sauce and call it a day. Um, because that's pretty much it. You mix it up as well as you can. And honestly, like this is the size of meatballs that I usually do. Okay. And, uh, you can do them as small as you want if you'd like. Oh, first things first. Um, and here you said you're going to put these in the oven. Yes, I do put them in the oven. Um, so you really want them to be very uniform because if you're not going to, they, they're going to cook at different times if you don't make them uniform. So some people want to use like a scoop. That's great. You can go ahead and do that. Um, I have a pan here and I actually spray it because of the cheese when it bakes. It really, uh, really sticks to the pan. So um, want to make sure that it's not doing that. Yeah, usually I think I get like 20 to 25 meatballs on a tray. Um, this is like a standard half tray that you would find literally at a restaurant or anything. I don't know how I obtained it, but it's my favorite tray. 
10, 10, 15 minutes. Well, you, you get it all together and then 25 minutes and 20, 20 minutes inside the oven at 365 and until the, or until the internal temperature is 165. Um, that way. I, I would love it. I mean, I can't wait to try this recipe. Sometimes people have this mindset, like, you know, oh, I can't spend a lot of money on meat or whatever, but they'll fill their grocery cart up with things that are instant food that's going to be gone. Like there's not going to be any value for it. Like if you buy, like you're saying, this package of turkey is going to make 25 meatballs. And you said yeah. that's going to last you guys for four days for two people. That's a lot of meal. That's a lot. I mean, that's four days worth of food. Right. It, that's crazy. And it didn't hardly cost. I mean, what's the cost per meal? Like, per um, person? so, I mean, the, at least the ground beef. So it's what I think I spent like $6 on that for the pound because it was on sale. So I did that. Um, and everything else, like I said, all of this these items are all bulk, like my, um, like six, $7 for onion powder and garlic powder that's lasted to me years because it's bulk. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like I'm the worst of it that I'm at and stuff like that. And then if you do a pasta, you know, let's say right. six, six for that. And then, uh, but like two or $3 for some pasta and then two, like $3 for a can of sauce. I mean that right there. Is, so that's one meal. <laughs> so it's awesome that, you know, we can eat healthy and save money at the same time. Um, sure. And we can rewrite the way, like, you know, the logic that we have with these restrictions that we put on ourselves, like it doesn't even make sense. And it's so simple, as you just demonstrated, to make healthy choices, to stay within your 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 budget. And still enjoy what you're doing. And it's just all about that mindset and saying like, yeah, like, you know, here's our budget. Here's our money envelope system for our grocery bill. This is what we get to do. And I'm going to enjoy doing it. And I'm going to eat healthy at the same time. And we're going to take care of our heart. We're going to take care, you know, of our bodies from the inside out. And just by having that thought process of saying, yeah, this is it. So yeah. tell us what, what's your, tell, give us your elevator pitch. Um, so I help rockstar women get healthy by creating balanced uh, meals. And that means to, you know, me is really helping you create something that like you see me here today is enjoy the foods and still find health within that daily challenge, like your daily uh, dose of eating, eating food. Um, so we would, you know, working to together to really plan out how you feel about meal planning or whether or not you like to prep foods or anything like that. Not everybody is the same. I mean, for me, I really hate meal prepping. Like I don't even really like do it all that often. Sometimes like chicken overnight, isn't that great? Let's be honest, but it is something that I like to do and love, love, love sharing my passion through food and knowing that somebody else can be just as healthy as enjoying a balanced meal and still even eating out once in a while. So, yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. And it definitely gives the diet culture a spin, you know, and if we can change that, we'll just be so much healthier. Right. right. Yes. So what's the, what's, if, what's the best way to get a hold of you? How can our audience and the links will be in the show notes for those of you who are listening, check the show notes. You can find out the best way to reach Sam is uh, you can definitely find me mostly on Facebook. 
Um, it's going to be Samantha Strangis. I like to go live a lot for cooking tutorials or anything like that. So if you're bored or you want to check out my, you know, you, with your food plan for the week and you just need a new recipe, I do like to go on there and share share a little bit about what I'm doing in the kitchen. And hopefully you guys can catch me over there on one of my lives. Awesome. That's great. And we'll have that link in there. And so for what departing words of advice would you like to give the audience? about money, nutrition, whatever comes to mind? Uh, So honestly, you can make your budget work for you when it comes to health. You don't have to spend the extra money when when it comes to getting to the grocery stores and eating better. Oh, thank you so much, Sam. Thanks for being here and sharing your time and your talent and the expertise. Looking forward to seeing those more cooking cooking uh, lives on Facebook. So thank you for tuning in to Money Talks with Lisa Drennan and Sam Strangis. If you love this show, please show it by giving it some love, rating it, sharing it with those you know who would benefit from this nutrition talk with Sam. And if you'd like to be a guest, just send me a direct message. We'll have you on the show and you can showcase your Money Talk story and your talent. Remember, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it's what you do with it. Thanks for tuning into the show. Give us a five-star review and share it with your friends. Get ready to activate wealth. Be the next millionaire with a simple adjustment of your finances using an energetically aligned money multiplier system. You get to build wealth by partnering with money. It's time to have fun with finances. Pick a date. The link is in the show notes to book your wealth activation call where you will get the one solution to multiply your money. Remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it.